I want you to take your Bibles and turn to Luke chapter number two, or if not, you don't have your Bible, just look on the screen. I'm not going to preach this morning. I believe God's done some things, and maybe you just need to go home and rest in some of what he's already done, grab a hold of what he's already done, but we might as well read from the Bible. Can I get a witness? Uh, I, don't, I, I hope we don't ever come to church and not expect to read from the Bible. But I want to read just for a few moments on what I was going to preach, and I'll probably end up preaching a little bit of it. I won't lie. But Luke chapter number 2 and verse number 8, I'll begin reading, and I'm going to read down through verse number 20. The Bible says, And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful it just wasn't for the Jews, but I'm thankful it was for all people. Verse number 11, what a verse. For unto you is born this day. In the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ, the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly <laughs> there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even into Bethlehem and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad, saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God, for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. As we sang that song, you do not owe me one thing. I couldn't help but think about verse number 11. For unto you <laughs> is born this day in the city of David. The Bible says a Savior. <laughs> oh, I need somebody to help me right here. He said it was for all people. He wasn't just for some people. He was for all people. I want you to notice this about it, if you will, but he didn't come to the king. He didn't come to dignitaries. He didn't come to people that were high up socially. He showed up in the middle of a field, in the middle of night, to a bunch of shepherds. 
They were the first ones that got the message that a Savior had come. Oh, Mary had been told that she was bearing a child and she knew that child. By the way, some of y'all need to know this because you don't. Mary knew. Is everybody all right? Mary knew because the angel told her. And I, I mean, I love the song as much as anybody, but Mary knew. Is everybody all right? But the shepherds, they were instructed that this child was born. And this child that was born had a specific, it was in Bethlehem, but this child that was born was to be a savior. Somebody needs to hear that this morning. See, his first trip to this earth wasn't to be the messianic king that they had hoped for. He wasn't coming to rule the earth like they had hoped. His first purpose coming to this earth back 2,000 years ago was to go to a cross for you and I, for the shepherds of this world, not for the rich of this world, not for those that are high up socially, but for those people that are just out in the field working and doing their thing. He came to them first to be a savior of the world. These men were working with their lambs out in this field. They were watching over the sheep. These were the same sheep that would be offered up in sacrifice in the temple and here they are, lo and behold, the very first ones that got to lay their eyes on Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God that cometh to take away the sins of the world. It was a bunch of shepherds out in the middle of a field and when God came to them, he said, there is coming a Savior. And he told him, there's coming a Christ. Is everybody all right? Many of you think that's part of his name. Oh, his name's Jesus Christ. No, he is Jesus the Christ. That word Christ there means anointed one. That word Christ there is a title that is given to the Messiah, to the Messiah that would come and rule over this earth. So not only did they give a message of a Savior, but they said, oh, there's a Messiah coming and he will rule over this earth. Now that's his second coming, is everybody? Everybody all right? His first coming, he was a savior. His second coming, he's coming to be a Messiah. He's coming to be the Messiah. He's coming to rule this world. Somebody needs to hear that. Because the fact of the matter is, it can happen in the blink of an eye. We can be out of here and seven years later, he's coming to this earth to rule and to reign this earth for a thousand years. They give the full ministry of Jesus. They told us he was a child. He was born in Bethlehem. They told us he was a savior. They said he was, a, he was Christ, <laughs> but they also told us that he was God, which is Christ, the Lord. I need somebody to hear me. Oh, I don't know how that means to you, but hey, they were letting us know every ministry that he had. He came as a child, humbled himself, and came as a human being, laid in a manger. That was a feeding trough, by the way. And yet he was a savior to all people. But he was coming again. The second time that he come, he was coming as the Messiah, and he would rule over this world for a thousand years. We know that he will rule. I also wanted us to know that he is God. Somebody needs to hear it this morning. Hey, I, I don't know. I ain't got time to preach this and I'm not. But those shepherds were out in that field. And the Bible says, where is it? Verse, what verse is it right here? And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. You know what that means? It's all right. Don't worry about that. We, we, she got that taken care of. Everybody look up here. The angel of the Lord, the Bible says, came upon them. You know what that means? We've always, we've always seen it in Sunday school. 
that the angels were all up in the heavens? Is everybody all right? How many of y'all remember seeing in Sunday school, they had some little picture or something that you drew and, and all the angels was in heaven and there was the shepherds and everything? But that word right there, that the angel of the Lord came upon them, it means that he came and stood by them. I, I need somebody to hear me. I don't know, man. I, was, I, I, mean, I about got up and ran a lap when I seen this. They wasn't up in the heavens. They came down to where he was at. <laughs> Could you imagine the fields? When, hey, if you go over to Israel with us, you'll see all of this, but they're rolling hills and all of this. Could you imagine, Brother Norm, if you will, all of a sudden the angel of the Lord come and stand by the shepherds. And he's given them this proclamation that a Savior, a child has been born in Bethlehem, a Savior to the world, the Christ who is God himself. And then all of a sudden the Bible says in verse number 13, and suddenly there was a, with the angel a multitude of heavenly post, hosts praising God and saying, now stop, stop right there. Get in the picture. Here they are. They're standing in the middle of the fields. It's the middle of the night. All of a sudden, the angel of the Lord come upon them, standing right next to them. The glory of the Lord shining round about them. And suddenly, a multitude of angels are standing in the field with them. All over the field, nothing but angels standing around and they're praising God and saying, verse number four, uh, 14, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. That's how he made his entrance. And you and I come into church and we sit down like it ain't no big deal. He is the Savior of the world. He's coming back to rule the world. He is God and He came to die for you and I. It means somebody ought to get up off of their butt and say glory to God in the highest. Man, he's worthy. I'm going to go ahead. Just Y'all keep standing. I don't care if ain't before standing with me. Keep standing. He's worthy. He's worthy of every bit of praise that we could give him. When they announced his birth, they all came and said, Glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God! A Savior has come! I don't know about you. That same story that them shepherds heard, I want you to listen to what they've done. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to preach to you. Them shepherds heard that story, and as soon as the angels was gone, you know what they said? We got to go find him. Hey, we got to go find him if he's that good. Oh, y'all see, see, it wasn't just the word. The fact that all these angels had showed up to give glory to God. They said, if he's that good, we got to go. And listen to what they said. Let us now. Does everybody see that? I, I need somebody. Where am I at? Where am I at? I need glasses. Listen, in verse number 15, verse number 15, let us now go even. Under Bethlehem. No wait. Let us go now under Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord had made known to us. They went looking for him. 
I need somebody to help me. They didn't just stay in the field and be like, oh, it was a good church service, man. We had a good time out here in the middle of the field. They said, oh, if he's that good that all of heaven would come down with a shout and with rejoicing and say glory to God in the highest. Let's go see this baby. Let's go see this Savior. Let's go see this uh, Messiah. Let's go see God. The Bible says they went and they looked upon that baby and they went to talking. They said, man, we got told about him while we were out there in the field. I need somebody to hear me right here. You can't tell nobody else about him until you have had an experience with him. Soon as they got hold and they laid their eyes on that baby, they said, let me tell you what we heard. And they went to praising God, went to telling everything that was told unto them. And then the Bible says they returned shouting and praising God, glorifying God. Know about you this morning. But the first time Jesus came wasn't a quiet church service. He was born, it wasn't a quiet church service. It wasn't a bunch of Baptists saying, all right, now y'all got to be quiet, hold it down. We got to have order up in here. There's a multitude of angels that were standing around them shepherds saying, glory to God in the highest. Peace and goodwill toward men. That's what he has for us today. No, the world don't get that. We do. Those of us that come seeking, those of us that have heard the message, those of us that know him, you're in here this morning, man. I, I'm thankful that you're here. God manifested himself this morning. I was sitting over there, and I, I, I was wanting to tell other stories when I come up here with that little tree, but I, I, I didn't want to hurt nobody. I didn't want, I, I, I didn't want to point nobody out, but there was folks that you and I, we should have been, come on now, I need somebody to help me. We as healthy as we can be. We got everything that we could possibly imagine. We got every one of our needs met. We just sit around like. Thankful the Savior came. September 28, 1997. (laughs) I wasn't really looking for him, but he came looking for me. Found me in a church service. He saved my life. He changed my life. And this morning, he'll do the same for you. Shepherds went back to the field. They went back to their flock. But they weren't the same. They left glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen. Do you know that you and I have an even greater witness than they do? We have a witness of his life. We have a witness of his death. We have a witness of his resurrection. They just had a witness of his birth. (laughs) Hey, you and I know the, the whole story. You and I know the whole story. How much more? Shall we be glorifying and praising God? Heads are bowed with me. Miss Teresa, come to the piano if you will.
Dalton, I'm going to need your help. This morning, God's been working. I'm smart enough, not very smart, but I'm smart enough to know that when God goes to moving in a service like this, He's dealing with some hearts. He's working. Far beyond the preacher, far beyond the choir, he's working. When he manifests himself in such a way, he's working. So this morning, I want to ask you a simple question. If you was to die right now, do you know where you'd spend eternity? I'm standing down on the floor. Not on the platform right now. I'm right down front on the floor. But if you're in here this morning and say, Preacher, I do not know where I'd spend eternity if I died. Let me say it like this. I'm not 100% sure. If that's you this morning, won't you come? 